0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Black Girls Make Music. My name is Alicia Renice, and I'm a black girl who makes music. I created this podcast, this community for black women in all genres to share, to empower themselves, to feel encouraged, to collaborate, to build community with other black women in the independent music industry. It's tough out here. Like, let's just let's just talk about it. It's hard out here to be your own cheerleader, your own manager, your own um, social media expert, your own um, visual artist, your own it's just a lot. It's a lot. your own promoter. like it's it's really hard to be an independent musician. And to feel like you're in it alone to feel like you're doing all this work and no one understands, no one gets no one gets you sucks. And because I saw a gap in that industry, especially for black women, I wanted to create a platform for us, by us. So yeah, so thank you. you make black girls make music what it is. I could be talking to dead air, you know what I'm saying, to no one. But thanks so, so much for listening. Shout out to y'all from the U.K., from Texas, from Maryland, from Illinois, from Kentucky, from Oklahoma. I see y'all. Like, I look at these from Kansas. Thank y'all so much for listening. Um, It really means a lot to me, and it just means a lot that people are actually listening, and people are actually being encouraged and inspired But what little old me gotta say. So thanks again, y'all. Okay, so today I actually want to talk about streams. Like I said, last weekend I went to, or I guess at this point, two weekends ago, I went to the DIY Musician Conference held by CD Baby in Austin, Texas. And while I'm not a customer or a client of CD Baby, um, I thought the conference was really well. It was great. Um, I gave some of my highlights from the conference last episode what i will share i realized i didn't share any cons right so a few cons austin is pretty far away while the conference is very cheap austin is pretty far away so getting there could be a hassle for some people um and you know to the average person who has a nine-to-five job it probably is not not much for you unless like you have other bills yeah let me erase all that (laughs) like it could be far it could be a lot for people to get to Another con is it's in the middle of August, so it's very hot. It's Texas. It's hot here. I'm still in Texas. Help me. Get me out. (laughs) But it's really hot. It's really hot and um, actually kind of humid in Austin. And the sun is just so, like, relentless. It's just so hot. But again, they can't help that. That's just one of my personal, you know, preferences. If they live down there, you're probably used to that. But for me and for Maryland, where it's, like, humid hot versus, like, dry heat, eh, it's not Not really my cup of tea. Um, Another con, I think, was the fact that there were so many, like, on any given day, they would have slots, right? Different slots, different times for different classes. In one slot, there could be five classes going on. Five. Five to six. (laughs) And so it's really hard to, if you're there by yourself to just pick the one, the right one for you and miss out on all five of those other classes. So I feel like in the future, maybe, I don't know if they're going to hear this or even if they're going to listen to that suggestion, not trying to pack every slot with like six classes because that doesn't leave room for learning about other things or even collaborating or mixing and mingling with other artists. So yeah, so those are my only, you know, little eh, about the conference. Other than that, it was a great time. But one thing I want to talk about today, oh, before we even get into that, be sure to follow us, like us, subscribe, leave a comment, send me a message, blackgirlsmakemusic at gmail.com, leave a review, give me a question, anything that you want to talk about, I'll read it on air and share it with the people, all right? So now that that's out the way, let's get into today's episode. So I want to talk about streaming. Streaming. So streaming is essentially when someone is listening to your Album, your music, your EP on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Music, all these different platforms, they're streaming your music. And so for a lot of people, myself included, my goal for a while was to get streams. I want a lot of streams. I want to look on Spotify and see 500 plus people, you know, a starting goal 500 plus people stream my music, you know? It's some sort of something that validates you. But in your mind, you might be thinking, oh, snap, I'm going to make a lot of money from streaming, right? And while nothing's wrong with streaming music, nothing's wrong with aiming for streams, we want to aim for something that's actually going to put some money in our pockets, right? We want to aim for something that's actually going to be able to help us pay our bills, unless you just want the streams. You know, some people, that might be some people's goal. Maybe money isn't your goal. But for me, I'm a full-time artist, so I need money to pay my bills. I need money to eat. And I'm not even talking about living lavishly. But just in general, money, you need money for everything. For bills, for loans, for, like I said, groceries, for food, for gas. Money is important. So let's just erase this idea that money is not important to an artist. I don't know where people got that from. I find it insulting when people think that artists should work for free. Because you're not just, in in a way, you're not just performing a task. You're performing a task from the heart. You're performing you're performing and sharing something that's very vulnerable that's very um specific to you only you could make that thing make that thing that you made only you can sing exactly like you can sing only you can arrange exactly like you can arrange only you can like you know what I'm saying produce exactly like you can produce y'all I'm in I'm in an RV park so if y'all hear some noise please <laughs> please ignore it please forgive me and I think like this trash day or something but yeah like money is not evil money is not inherently evil It's the love of money, right? Like, people talk about that scripture. Oh, yeah, money is, you know, the root of evil. That's not true. The love of money is the root of all evil. Why? Because people do crazy stuff for money. People do absurd things for money. Because, sadly, we live in a society where classism exists, where a lot of people go without. A lot of people do crazy things out of greed, too, but also out of necessity. You know, a lot of these people who are out here doing this stuff, they don't want to be out here doing the stuff they're doing. They just don't have another way to survive, You know, so we're not going to pretend that money is not important because it is. The Bible also says um, money answers all things. I'll actually (laughs) verify that. But um, basically, it's like money could be the answer for a lot of things, not everything. If you're sick, if you're ill, money is not necessarily going to solve that. Right. But if you're if you have money, you have better quality of of life. You have a better chance of surviving because you have better medicine. Blah, blah, blah. It's a whole other conversation. My whole point is. Money is important, and especially for artists. And people need to stop treating artists like they're nothing. For like, And going back, for a while, I was concerned about streaming. Not so much anymore, y'all. Not so much. Let me read y'all this information. So I actually Googled, how much does Spotify pay artists for every stream that they make? Now we talking, think about what it takes to make a single, right? To make a single, just a single, just a song. It takes brain power, creativity to even get the idea. It takes weeks and days of fine tuning. It takes recording. Who knows if you're in a studio or not, if you got to pay for that? Um, Who knows if you paid somebody to produce the song, if you paid somebody to edit it and mix it and master it and all these things. Like a whole month could go, a whole month's work can go into making a single, right? Let alone an album. That could take half a year sometimes. So you would think, that these platforms would value the art that you're creating because you put so much work into it. You put your heart and soul into it. You might have crowdfunded, crowdsourced the stuff. It's <laughs> your music so that you can get it out because you don't got it like that. Like, and you're looking for a return on your investment. That makes sense to me. You're looking for a return on your investment. any other any other profession you put something in if you create a product, right? And it costs you fifty dollars to make it. And you sell it for $200. That's $150 profit on your invention, on on what you create, right? That's just, you know, common sense. You're going to charge more for the product than it took you to make it, to make a profit. That's business. Basics. For music, we are not treated the same way. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Especially if you're using streaming platforms. So, let me read y'all this. Here's the math. Spotify pays about 0.006 cents to to 0.0084 per stream to the holder of music rights. And the holder, if you belong to a label, right, if there were other songwriters, if there were other producers, the holder, what you make from that stream, that 0.006 cent is going to be split among those people. You heard me right. So every time someone plays your music for 30 seconds or longer, you make about 0.006 to 0.0084 cents per stream. How insulting is that? Right? Like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) No pun intended. Because it doesn't even make a cent, right? (laughs) It makes no sense. No sense. That's a fraction of a cent. A fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a cent. Even if it was one cent per stream, like, we would be able to see greater returns on our investment, right? But a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a cent? How are you even adding that up? Especially if you don't have a big audience. I don't have a big audience yet, right? Like, in the future, I hope to have it. But that's that's neither here nor there. 0.006 cents base, like minimum. And we're so busy trying to get these streams, trying to get on Spotify, trying to earn all this money. And it says, if in order to make a million dollars, not saying that that's your goal, you have to have one billion billion streams on Spotify. I don't even think that math is right. (laughs) But yeah, let's see. On Apple Music, if Apple Music um, pays 0.0064 per stream to 0.00783 per stream. So, yeah. So in order to earn a U.S. minimum monthly wage, and this is like minimum wage, and this is, um you know, general, like, because every place in the U.S. is different. Minimum wage is different. In New York, you get paid more, but the cost of living is higher, you know, than a lot of other places. So in order on average to make, And this is from December 25th, 2018. To make minimum wage, you need 200,272 plays on Apple Music alone. (sighs) Y'all. Y'all. Here's another one. So on YouTube, to earn a dollar, you need 776 streams. You guys, this is a lot. This this really discouraged me. This really put me in a place of like, yo, the world don't care about artists because they don't. They don't. When you think about it, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, whatever your platform of choice, Pandora, whoever, would be nothing without the artists who make that platform. You have people paying, paying to be subscribed to that, to listen to without um, without, what do you call it? ads or whatever, and they're paying artists 0.0064 cent, 0.006 cent for Spotify's case, right? Doesn't that sound crazy to you? So why would you want to build? And again, I understand the whole business um, build of the platforms. I understand that if they paid a person a dollar per stream, then then the Costs would be higher. But I know for a fact that these ads are paying top dollar to be on their on their what, on their platform. To All these ads I hear on Spotify, because I don't have the subscription. I don't subscribe to Spotify. I'll just listen to my computer and listen to what I want to and bear through the ads. I'm inundated with ads. Like, they just keep coming. So they are paying money to play on your platform. They're paying you more money than you're paying the artist's. So I understand that you're trying to make a profit. I understand that this is all a business. They don't care about the artists. They couldn't care less about the artists. They don't really, you know what I'm saying? They say that they do, but they don't. They just want more artists on the platform to make them more money. And so, because of that, my my idea of success is no longer having a billion streams on Spotify. If I do, that's amazing. That's awesome, right? But I'm an independent artist. I'm not backed by I'm not backed by a by a brand, by a team. It's just me. It's just me. So Lord willing, I would love to be able to stream and make some income from that. That'd be great. But I know right now using what I, let's be realistic with what I have right now. I need not build my business plan on Spotify because they don't care about me. My art is what I own. I don't own Spotify. I don't own YouTube. I don't own Pandora. I don't own none of that. Tomorrow, all those platforms could be gone. And if I built my whole business strategy on Spotify, my business would be pulled from under from under me and I would have to start over. So then where is the hope? Like, what can we do, right? What can we do with what we have as opposed to just trying to get streams? Well, you can put on your own concerts. You can crowdsource through your own website. You can look to teach music. You can You can build your business. You can build your business to make money to be able to fund the art that you want to create using other methods. Don't give your don't give control over to these streaming platforms. Don't give control over to these platforms that aren't really concerned about you. Even YouTube. Like let's let's talk about YouTube for a minute, right? A lot of people have found success on YouTube and great for them. You know, I have been building my YouTube for like years. And while I've been off and on and, you know, whatever, like when you think about algorithms, you think it's just a lot, right? It's a lot. For YouTube, you need 1,000 subscribers, firstly. I think you need, like, 100 hours of view time or something. It's probably I'm probably wrong. But it's a lot of hours of view time, right? And that is so overwhelming. It's so overwhelming to think, like, oh, my God, I have to, like, create this stuff. Then you got to create things that appease the algorithm. It's not a platform for you. Like, we make the platform YouTube. Remember when it was free? When it was, like... Anybody, it's not the same anymore. Now it has ads. Now it's whatever. It's a business. It's a business at the end of the day. And we can complain about it. I know I have. But at the end of the day, they don't care about my complaining. They care about that money, that top dollar. So even though I still post on YouTube, I'm not giving everything I have to YouTube. Why? Because they're not for me. It's better that you have a website than to build your website on Facebook, on Twitter, on Spotify, on any other platform, but a website that you own. You need to own your website because that is your that is yours. No one can take that from you. You pay the thing every month, you update it as much as you want, you include what you want to include on it. All these other businesses, they don't care. I hope this is making sense to y'all. If it's not, let me know and I'll go back and clarify. But streaming is not all it's cracked up to be, y'all. Streaming should not be the plan for you to get money unless you're backed by, you know, a label or whatever. Or like you got a huge following, you're not gonna see significant results from streaming. It's that's just what it is. But you're resourceful, you're smart, you're wise, you're more talented than you give yourself credit for. There are more ways that you can make money. There are more ways that you can put that you can put your mind to work, that you could put your art to work, your music to, to work, whatever you your produce, whatever, your mind, your mind. You could put that to work and make yourself some money. And from going from to this conference, I've seen it. I've seen people touring. Touring makes more money than streaming. It just does. Even if it's a local tour of your area. You could, you could literally do music pop-ups all around your city and charge like five a pop to come. You can partner with businesses and come in there and take tips. You can live stream a concert and get money that way. This is, like, all for performing stuff, right? You can have a house concert in your own house, at your mama's house, at your friend's house, at your cousin in them's house. You can hold a house concert. You can make things happen for yourself. I'm in the season of making stuff happen for myself. No longer am I relying on other businesses, other platforms. No, I have to do it for me because no one's going to care about me like I care about me. And the best way to do this, y'all, is to collaborate Get together, form a collective, have a concert with your friends, with other artists, friends you know, with other musicians, other poets, other dancers, whatever. Put on something that you can charge and walk away with, with a chunk of change with. And maybe you could have it every month. There's something that you can do right now to make yourself more money than streaming. Again, I'm not trying to bash Spotify. I'm not trying to bash YouTube. I'm not trying to bash Pandora because these are all beneficial things. These are all things that help people get found um, these are all things that people have found success with. But at the end of the day, point zero zero six four, girl, you're worth more than that. Your music is worth more than that, and you've put in more work than that. So how can you, on the other side of creating art, create something else for other people? For example, if you're a songwriter, I'm going to plug this, shameless plug. If you're a songwriter here and you need help with songwriting, I have a book. I have a book. I wrote a book on songwriting with prompts, with examples, with, 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 um, it's, it's called, um, it's called just write the song because we're perfectionists, right? We want everything perfect. And this book is helping you get out of your head. It's helping you think about things that you don't think about. It's filled with prompts and you can buy it. It's like five bucks. Like you can buy it from me. I'll, I'll put the link in the, in the um, description, but that's the way that I'm making money. It might not be me streaming. It might not be me performing, but I have skills that I can share with other people that people would find helpful. That's not super duper costly. You know what I'm saying? It's not paying all my bills, but it could but it could pay some. You know what I mean? I'm also a photographer. If I have any other photographers listening to this podcast, I have a book on how to create your portfolio. It's called the Porfo- portfolio. Again, that's $5. Like how can you use what you have, the skills you have, the knowledge you have, the access you have? To create something beneficial for somebody else that somebody else might need, might use, might want. And then monetize that. What skill do you have? When I'm not singing, I'm taking pictures. I'm a photographer. I have to finance my art. Like, I have to find some sort of way to do that. And everything can't be music for me right now. Hopefully in the future it will be. But right now, I'm good with taking pictures of people. I'm good with charging $250 a pop, $500 a pop. For photo shoot, depending on what's happening. You know what I'm saying? That that pays the bills. That puts food on the table. And that funds my art. So y'all, don't rely on these systems, on these schemes. You're helping build their platform. But are they helping you? Do you really want to put, is it really wise, I'll say, to put the effort in to get one billion streams to make a million dollars? I keep saying billion, like it ends with an M. But y'all know what I'm trying to say. You have to put in the work. And if you're committed to that work, so be it. Hats off to you. But for me, I'm not about to put in all this work to build somebody else's platform. I have to build my own. Because, again, if Pandora shuts down, and Spotify shuts down, where are they going to find you? Who are you to them? Like, are they really going to search for you? Are you building your platform more than just streams? It's something to think about, y'all. What is your message? Like, we talk about this. What is your why? Share that with people. Connect with people. Build, build rapport with people. So that if the stuff does go down, they'll still be they'll still be loyal to you, supporting you and what you create, your craft, your art, your books, your music, whatever, your paintings, like whatever you're doing. So, yeah, y'all, this is just a little encouragement, just a little, I don't know, just a little push to stop pushing for streams so much because it's not going to return. It's not a good return on investment. It's just not. It's just not. It's just not. Um, one of the speakers at the conference at the DIY musician conference I spoke about, he was talking about, you know, people like, oh, yeah, you know, like a lot of the a lot of the sessions were about how to get more streams, how to get on playlists because that's that's what's hot. That's what people want to do because they realize how valuable it is to get on this playlist playlist because if you're not on a playlist, how are you gonna get discovered? You know, if you don't have a lot of followers, how are you gonna, it's not fair to the independent artist. It's not. Um, so, there were a lot of workshops and things like that about playlists and stuff like that. And I even went to a Spotify one. I went to a Spotify thing, just one, and I kind of felt like I wasted my time because <laughs> one half the stuff I knew, but they didn't really give any help for like hope on like for independent artists. They had a representative come and talk about playlisting and how to work your Spotify artist account. One of the speakers there was making like money, money. He's not like big, ta- big time famous. He's not, you know, he got 4000 followers on Instagram. For me that's a lot, but but for him like, you know, speaking of people who have like 10,000 or like, you know, 100k whatever. Um he doesn't even know how to log into his Spotify, his artist Spotify account. And he makes money putting on shows, putting on um concerts and things like that with even teaching children and and meshing that with his message, messing that, meshing that with his message of hope. He was actually, um, he actually served four years in prison. He came out, got his life together and changed his whole life around and started making music. People resonate with that message. People want to see what hope looks like, especially for a black man. Like, he's a black man. Like, they want to see that they resonate with that. The kids look up to that as like... You know, you're, you're my hope. You're, like, this. that's the dream, right? You want people to resonate with your music, but also with who you are. You want people to love who you are. And he was showing us that it's not about the streams, it's about the connection. It's about your art and taking it seriously, about the, the, the practice and being innovative and being creative with how to make music, you know? Um, another session I was in, these are just a few ideas. I'll probably do another episode on that, too, like, how to make music... How to make money, sorry, from your music and from your art. You know, some people were saying that this guy toured nursing homes for like a hundred a pop. Again, these people don't have social media. They're not out here tweeting about him. They're not out here streaming his music. But what he did is create a moment for them. He created who visits nursing homes. You know what I'm saying? He created a moment with them where they felt loved and happy where they got to dance, they got to get up and be happy and be visited by someone giving them the gift of music. And he got paid a hundred a pop at these nursing homes. And he was making money doing this, you know? Somebody else was talking about singing or performing at um, conferences, much like the one I went to. People get paid to do that. Get paid as a speaker and you speak and you sing while you know empowering people. Like there are ways y'all, there are ways to make money. And we don't have to rely on these systems that are not built for us to be successful. And I hope that you don't. I hope that you don't because I have and I've been so discouraged by it. Looking at my followers, looking at how many people are playing on my, on my Spotify, trying to get my songs on playlists. And there are only like 100 people who curate playlists, but there are thousands upon thousands of artists. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the odds just don't make sense to get on that playlist, to try so hard. You know? So, I mean, you can still do it. I'm still going to continue to submit myself. Maybe one day my music will get on a playlist, Lord willing. But that's not my focus. That's not, like, what I'm trying to do-do. You know? If that happens, that happens. Glory to God. But at the end of the day, I have to make stuff happen for myself because these systems don't care. Labels don't care. They screw people out of contracts all the time. I hope y'all not trying to get signed unless it's by someone reputable. These people, like, it's so crooked. Artists be broke but the labels be rich and they're selling albums. They're selling out arenas, all this other stuff. And they be broke as I don't know what. That's crazy to me. It's wicked. So I hope that you are being your own best manager. You're brainstorming some things to merge your message, your why. If you don't know what your why is, listen to the episode before um, finding your why. <laughs> and uh, really think about that and sit with that and try to figure out what you can do with what you have now to be successful and determine what success is for you. I did a whole episode on that too. What is success to you? You know, but yeah, this was, this was a message on why you should not be chasing streams. Why streaming is not the way to go. It's just not, it just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. So I hope this was helpful. Your assignment today is to, like I said, Think about what your what your message is, what your why is. Try to merge that with your message. Try to merge that with a way to make money for yourself. Really think outside the box here. Like I said, think nursing homes, libraries, you know, community classes. I'm I'm actually going back to PG in hopes to teach classes to make money. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, because at the end of the day, it's about being able to live a sustainable life. You know? Yet I'm going back to DB for a season, so. More on that later, but if you found this helpful, please let me know. Send me a message, like, subscribe, um, leave a review, send it to a friend, share it, tag us at Black Girls Make Music. Send me an email, blackgirlsmakemusic at gmail.com, Facebook, Black Girls Make Music, and yeah, let's let's collab, let's talk. All right, so I'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks so much for listening, and until next week, y'all. Talk to you later. Bye.